and everything else in between. Yes, I said it, the kinky kid culture and everything else in between. I'm your host, Candy, and I have my co-host, Stacy. Hey, Stacy, how you doing today? Awesome. That's awesome. Normally, me and Stacy and sometimes Stefan, a special guest Stefan, we are normally talk about hair, but in this case, we're talking about everything else in between. This episode is Jay-Z and NFL Partnership. Entertainment and social justice. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is that Jay-Z, you know, my thoughts is that Jay-Z can bring some light. Mm-hmm. That he can help bring some light to the Colin Kaepernick situation. Okay. Why do you think that? I think that because, like, okay, what Colin Kaepernick did, right, it got some light, but it turned into, like, something bad. What do you mean by it turned into something bad? Like, his, like, message was, like, it was turned in the wrong way. It wasn't like... like why, why was it turned in the wrong way? Because Donald Trump, he flipped it in the wrong way. It was like... Like, Donald Trump flipped it in something it wasn't. Okay, do you think Donald Trump flipped it his way for his gain? Or it was just something that he just basically thought of of his own? Like, you know what? I feel like it was for his... how I'm feeling I right feel now. like it was for his gain. For his gain. And when I feel as like, though, it's just like... It was just all these messages. People was like, oh, he disrespecting this, he disrespecting that. And it just made, it just makes the situation terrible and stuff. Like, it just made everything so bad. I understand, I understand, I understand. But what do you think about Jay-Z and this NFL partnership? I feel like, you know, like I said, some people are, I feel like some people are with Jay-Z and some people are not. We always talk about the people that's with yeah. something. What about the people that's against it? Why do you think that so many people are against this whole thing thinking this is like the worst idea possible I feel like some people think it's the worst thing possible because I feel like some people think that you know it's not gonna help Colin Kaepernick it's just for like some, for something for something him to do but it's different for like him to bring light to the other situation his own power yeah. his own game yeah to make the situation more light but not like shy away from the Colin Kaepernick situation cause that's what basically he said in so many words yes that forget about him let's talk let's talk about the NFL and what we can do now with the NFL yeah the fix yeah. but do you think we should just push him away Colin Kaepernick away and just like you know it is what it is I mean, forget the kneeling. It's time to wake up and let's just get on with NFL. I mean, I feel as though somewhat, yeah, I feel like it's time to move on. And I also feel like we still, sometimes we still need to like bring like more light to it. I feel like it's time to move on because if we don't move on from it, we're going to hold it. I feel like it's kind of holding us back a little bit. But you got to remember this you don't want to repeat history. And if you yeah. just push it to the back and forget about it then you doomed to repeat it. That's so true. 
Somebody needs to be the voice. Somebody needs to get in there and help to fix this situation. That's what I feel like that some people think that Jay-Z would do. Like, he was. That's why I feel like some people is like, oh, that's the people on the other side. Like, he would do this. But I feel like some people, he wouldn't do it. Like, he was going to do something different. But still bring likes to the situation, Mm -hmm. but not as much like as it was. Okay, Stacey. Okay, Stacey. Well, we got Stefan in the building. Hey, Stefan, how you doing, honey? I'm doing good. How about you? That's all. Okay. Today's topic, like I explained earlier, is Jay-Z and the partnership of, of NFL. What are your thoughts on this? Well, my thoughts on Jay-Z and the partnership of the NFL, I hope it helps the culture and sheds light of the situation that's going on between police brutality, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I understand. Okay. But right now, it's not shedding light. It's like a lot of people is basically... Well, I'm saying not a lot. It is a lot of people. But mainly, Jay-Z, it's like we need to really get over the situation and move forward. But people steady dying in the streets. So much stuff is happening. Do you think it's still this NFL, Jay-Z thing is, you know, good for us? I mean, it depends on how he uses his platform. Jay-Z is a very big celebrity. And him and his wife have this great old big platform. And people might end up listening to him. And see mm-hmm. him as a leader. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. Okay. Why should we trust Jay-Z to even do this? Because, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know what I'm saying? The whole... he Dane basically helped Jay-Z. And boom. He turns his back against him. What, what's to say that he won't do it to the community? The culture? And say, you know what? Get over it. Sounds personal. Let's just do this. Let's focus on this. Let's shine, shine, shine. Forget everything else. The, br- the police brutality, all that stuff. What's to say that he won't do that to us? Because he's known for switching up. There's really no way you can really say that. Why? He might switch up. He might not. It's like, it's a possibility, but we have to hope for the best. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Sometimes you got to leave the past in the past, but we can't forget the history because you're doomed to repeat it if you try to forget. A wise guy used to tell me that all the time. You will repeat the history if you try to forget it. Hopefully he grew older and wiser. Hopefully he grew I, I know that's right. Well, thank you, Stefan, for your opinion of the NFL. Today, today we got one more person that we want to talk to this, about the t- today's topic. Go ahead. What's your opinion? I think to look at this, honestly, you have to look back maybe two or three hundred years at our slave mentality. We have to ask ourselves, uh, is Jay-Z being a quote unquote house nigga or is he really, really or is he Django? Which one is he? And unfortunately, I think there's a high probability that Django, that he's not Django. He's Steven, a house nigga. Why would you say that? I say that because over the history of African-American culture and struggle, we've had a lot of people come along. We still have some of them now, like Al Sharpton, like like many other leaders, Jesse Jackson. They come along and they claim that they are advancing the culture and they're doing this and they're doing that 
to to deal with the problems that plague our community, whether it be gun violence, police brutality, uh, mass incarceration. But those things don't change, but they get richer. And that this seems to me to be another one of those situations. Nothing's going to actually change except Jay-Z's bank account. And when I look back and I look at his history, Mm -hmm. I see how he handled the breakup of Rockefeller. I see how he's handled certain other business entities. I I think that this is just another situation where Jay-Z is going to make some more money, but nothing's really going to change. We live in America and and America is a capitalist country, so you can't begrudge Jay-Z seeing this as a business opportunity to go be, go from being a man with one billion to being a man with two billion. Money money is very important. It may not be number one, but it can't be lowered in two. But at some point, as a culture, as a people, we're gonna have to understand that sometimes things are bigger. Okay. What do you think about him basically saying, move on with the kneeling? We got bigger things to worry about. Well, it, it really wasn't the kneeling in, in, from my perspective that he was saying we need to move on from. What he was saying we need to move on from was Colin Kaepernick. Uh-huh. And that part troubles me because that's like throwing out the baby with the bathwater. That's that's the kill the messenger mentality. The, the problem is that mm-hmm. a lot of people, they see Colin Kaepernick with his mixed race ethnicity and his adoption by Caucasians by white people that he is not a good spokesman for the movement and I always get troubled when I hear that and I see that kind of mentality from people because without white people understanding the plight of the African-American whether that be with slavery or, or, or Jim Crow none of those things would have actually changed it's not that black folks got fed up from sitting in the back of the bus it's that white folks thought it was it was wrong And at some point, we're going to have to come to the realization that we're going to need people like Colin Kaepernick and his family. We're going to need people, white people of that are not, as Charlemagne calls, crack ass crackers, that are just good people. They're the ones that are going to stand up and say no more killing in the street. We can march and riot and do whatever we want to, but nothing changes. We've been doing that 200 years at this point, and nothing has ever changed from that. It's not our, our riding in the street that makes a change. It's when we have convinced someone who is in power to make a change. Okay. What about the whole... I understand everything you're saying, and I totally agree with you, 100. Like with Martin Luther King, the exceptional Negro, do you think Kyle and Cabinet is the exceptional one in this situation? No, the exceptional Negro in this situation is clearly Jay-Z. Jay-Z's the one who has come from Marcy Projects, a low, low, low class neighborhood in mm-hmm. New York at one time and become a billionaire by his own talents. That That's something that can't be taken away from him. You're right. He is the exceptional Negro, right? Mm-hmm. But the trouble is that in our community, the exceptional Negro doesn't come back and get the run of the mill Negro. He takes advantage of the run of the mill Negro. See, people often thought when Barack Obama got elected, if we really want to take it back, that that was the end of racism and segregation and all of these problems that plague our community. But the truth of the matter is, if you really look at it, exceptional Negroes, such as Barack Obama, George Washington Carver, Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Nat Turner, they always succeed. Dr. King's plight wasn't for the exceptional Negro. Mm -hmm. His plight was for the -the run-of-the-mill Negro. 
See, the run-of-the-mill Negro is who does not have the same opportunity as the run-of-the-mill white guy. See, the run-of-the-mill white guy has a much better chance of success in life than the run-of-the-mill Negro. And, and that's what is scary about this, right? Are we just getting another exceptional Negro in the vein of Al Sharpton that's going to come in here and make himself some more money, get himself a partnership where he owns a, a portion of an NFL team and, and enrich himself while the suffering continues? Or do we have an exceptional Negro that's actually going to do something? Barack Obama was president for eight years and the plight of the Negro did not advance any. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that just because you get an exceptional Negro in a position of power, that doesn't mean that that exceptional Negro will do anything to advance the plight of the run-of-the-mill Negro. What if Jay-Z just turns around and say, do the opposite? It's not about the money. Actually, make some changes. If you think that Jay-Z is not about the money, then you you don't know. You haven't studied his history at all. This is about the money. And I, I, like I said, I have no problem with that. This is America. It's capitalism. Everybody trying to get their ends from the nigga on the corner trying to make him a few dollars slanging dope to the, to the brother that's working as a corporate lawyer, you know, trying to provide for his family and his $800,000 home. This is a capitalist society. You do what you have to do to make yourself some more money. My, pro- my thing is that let's acknowledge that. Let's not pretend like Jay-Z is the second coming of Martin Luther King. Let's mm-hmm. just accept maybe the man just out here getting ready to make him some more money. And that's but okay. it's hurting a lot of people. By him just doing this, it's going to hurt a lot of people. It may hurt their feelings, but it won't hurt their actual lives. How How is it that Jay-Z can impact your everyday life? He, he can drop you a track to make you bob your head to. See, and that's the other thing. Yes. We got to stop thinking that us, the run-of-the-mill public, are looking to somebody famous to supply us with our needs. Somebody famous, they can't supply your needs. Dr. Martin Luther King marched in Birmingham and Washington, D.C. He did all of these things, and Jim Crow still went on after he was shot in his head and dead. You have to understand that if you that anything that's going to happen, it's going to be because at mass, on mass, the public, they start taking the fight to the power. Not one exceptional person taking the fight to the power. No, all of us on mass gonna have to take it to the power. All of us are on mass gonna have to vote. You know those niggas that stayed home because they said Hillary Clinton she she was involved in mass incarceration and now we got Trump. See, no, they can't do that. They got to go out and vote. They can't stay home. You know we have to do the things that that the little things that matter before we start waiting for somebody with a big name and a big celebrity to change your life. Jay-Z ain't going to change. Jay-Z can't change a, a man getting shot in his head by the police in Kansas. Jay-Z can't change Walter Scott getting shot in his back, running away from the police. Jay-Z can't change Laquan McDonald getting shot while he was 16 times, most of them while he was on the ground. He can't change that. That's not going to be changed by Jay-Z. That's going to be changed by us voting out politicians who don't who, who don't who support the police when they do wrong that's gonna it's gonna be changed by us taking our dollars and saying i refuse to spend money with somebody who wants to uh, uh throw a fundraiser for president trump it's gonna be changed by things like that it's gonna be changed by the masses not by an individual 
but the way the social media is, the, a lot of people go tap on their phone or watch TV, but most, mostly be on their phone and stuff. And Jay-Z is basically like an icon. A lot of people look to him for basically everything. So is Michael Jordan, and he ain't did nothing but make money selling shoes. I, I own a bunch of them myself. It's not a criticism. But I'm saying one single exceptional person has never altered the course of history. It's been the masses that have altered the course of history. I'm not talking about just African-American history. I'm talking about history, period. Though how did, how did in 1776 the colonists defeat the, the British crown? They did it en masse. It wasn't yeah. one person who had the who had the the, the the ear of the king who went up and got him to stop doing it. No, they did it together. The colonists did it together. If you look at any great movement, it's got to happen as a together situation. So them putting Jay Z up as a figurehead and him making himself another billion dollars, it is what it is. But if we really want change, if we really say, you know what, you're not going to shoot us anymore. We, if we're going to say you're not going to handle us in a way that incarcerates us for things that you don't incarcerate other people for, we're going to have to do that on mass. We're going to have to do it with our vote. We're going to have to do it with our money. We're going to have to do it with our thought process. We're going to have to do it with uh, encouraging our children to get the best education possible. We're going to have to say, you know what, you're right. You may not, you may not be smart enough to go to Harvard, but you are smart enough to go to the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. You need to go there and get an education because the, what's clear here, the main thing that you ought to highlight here is that wealth mm -hmm. is what's making this right. The fact that Jay-Z is a billionaire is the reason that Jay-Z is sitting there, right? So the more money that we gain on mass as a community and as a group, the more power we will obtain. We will not obtain power hoping that one person is going to come change it. The last person to do that, his name was Jesus Christ, and that was 3,000 years ago. And it's people who, who doubt him. So how, how do you expect Jay-Z, a mere mortal? He ain't raised no, no dead, healed, no sick. He going to do it. No. Well, still, I believe that the way social media is, everybody, you made a point about people with their wealth. And the way people look at people that has multi-million dollars like Carly B or uh, Jay-Z uh, Diddy all those people that has wealth like when um, Carly B she sat there and she sat down with sat down with Bernie Sanders and had a conversation and asked him all these questions and stuff and everybody started flying to Twitter to all these social media, media sites and things like that People with money or people at the at the top, if they don't really say anything or do anything and let it fly by, and all these people's watching them, buying their music or supporting them, whatever way, politics or whatever, we actually kind of sort of, you know, need them to chime in just a little. They're like, yeah, just chime in just a little. That's what I think about the situation. Even if they don't be there 100 well we need them 100 percent, but give their thoughts about it I, I agree every great movement needs a spokesman and, and and you know that's the truth you know dr king was the right spokesman for the civil rights movement but dr king did not make change on mass he what dr king galvanized the masses to stop riding the bus dr king galvanized the masses to stop picking up trash in memphis mm -hmm. see 
it takes the masses. Now, you're right. A spokesman, that's fine. But it's still going to take the masses in yeah. order to uh, affect change. So basically you're saying how everybody ran out there to vote for Barack Obama twice in a row. The same thing, same energy they need to have to get Trump out of the office and stop all this with the shooting and stuff without going out there basically shooting others but going out there and standing because Martin Luther King, he just stood there and sung. That's all he did. Just try to stop all this. It took us. It took a couple years, but it got it. It got it. Got it done. Where the white people realized it was like, this is sad. We can't treat these people like this. We we can't. Well, going back to to all the way to Gandhi, peaceful protest is really the only way because white people throughout history have had this mindset that they're going to control people of color. That, that the browner you are, the more control that you actually need exerted upon you, right? Mm-hmm. So when we go out and we riot and we scream and we holler and we break up the stuff in our own neighborhoods and we kick cars we're and flip over anything. police cars. No, we're not doing anything because then they just call in the National Guard and they attempt to control us, right? So, of course, you know, the, the protest has to be peaceful. It has to be such that you're, that you're just standing there and everybody knows don't nothing scare white people more. Then, then colored people holding hands and singing spirituals that scares the hell out of them for some reason. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> but so, so you know, a spokesman and and peaceful protests. I'm not discounting any of that, and I'm not even saying that you know having Jay Z as the spokesman is a bad thing because, like you said, he has tremendous clout based upon yeah. his social media and just his entertainment following. But what I'm saying to you is this. He can be our spokesman for as long as the NFL will allow him to be, right? And when they're done with you, they're done. They're done with him, right? Right? He's only good for what he's useful for, right? And that's where it falls to the rest of us, right? To say, no, I'm, I'm not going to watch the Miami Dolphins because the owner is a supporter of Donald Trump. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to support any brand who threw a fundraiser for President Trump. I, I'm, I'm not going to support any brand who came out and, and supported the police officers after they shot somebody who had their hands up. I'm, I'm not going to vote again for anyone who can't stand up and say that police brutality is wrong. Mexican children in cages is wrong. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit idly by with the power that I have. America is a place where every single person is endowed with inalienable rights given to them by the creator. And you have to be not afraid to exercise those inalienable rights. Your right to vote, your right to protest, your right to complain, your your right to run for office, your, your, your right to do what you can do to make change. America is founded on liberty. So that means you have the freedom to do what you need to do to make change. And if we're going to sit around and wait for... Uh, another black celebrity mm-hmm. to make some changes. How did, how's that worked out with Al Sharpton? How's that worked out with Jesse Jackson? It hasn't. How's that worked out? It has not worked out at all. We in the same spot we was in before them niggas had a billion dollars. So let's not get confused here. Mm-hmm. And last, this is the last thing I'd like to say. As black people, We've got to stop deciding what blackness is. Yes. We've yes, got to please. stop saying that Colin Kaepernick can't be our spokesman because he's mixed race and from the suburbs and adopted by white people. He don't understand our plight. 
we've got to stop this. This is the same thing Pusha T did when he had his rap battle with Drake. He couldn't beat him rapping, so he said he wasn't black enough to rap. We got to stop that. Blackness is not something that is that is uh, can be given to you by uh, other black people. Black is what you are. When you look in the mirror in the morning, you know you're black. It don't wash off. It won't wash off. It'll no. be there no matter what. So as a community, we need to stop with this. We need to stop with who's black and who's not. And if you and if what you have to say matters based on uh, what part of town you come from. Should we begrudge Colin Kaepernick because he comes from a privileged black ground? Because uh, we would all like to be in a privileged position. Amen. You're right. You're right about that. Before I let you go, I just got to ask you one question. One last question. What do you feel about those who don't go out and vote and have so much to say about this candidate, that candidate, and when we get the wrong candidate in, they, they're like... The first person on social media, all sites in public, everywhere, saying, "Oh my God, he's this person, this this person that." How you feel about those people? I'm gonna tell you a story. Before I leave you, let I'll you tell go. you a story, and it'll highlight how I personally feel about that. I was going to a church, and it was coming up on the election of 2016, mm-hmm. and there was the presidential election, of course. There were the congressional elections, mm-hmm. both House of Representatives and Senate. There were the state elections, House of Representatives and the state Senate, right? And then there were the local elections, sheriff and city council and, and, and all of these various elections that happen every cycle. And the pastor got up and he was giving his commentary and he said, it don't matter who get in there. Things, it, it don't, he said, it doesn't matter who gets in there. Wow. And that was my, that was my last Sunday because the only way that you have a chance to really affect change as a run-of-the-mill person is with your vote and galvanizing people to go vote. Mm -hmm. See, everything in America, in a democracy, is Mm -hmm. changeable. Mm -hmm. It's all malleable. Things can be changed. It's a matter of going out to vote. Donald Trump has appointed two Supreme Court justices because a lot of people didn't go out to vote. The women's right to choose to have a baby or to get an abortion is in jeopardy because people didn't go out to vote. Net neutrality. What says the people that provide you your internet can't slow the internet down for some websites and speed it up for others based on who pays them more money. It's in jeopardy because people didn't go out to vote. Your everyday life, things that you don't consider, people who get food stamps, they're going to get a reduction. Because they didn't go out to vote. You have to understand what your interests are and you have to go vote for them. Voting is the only way to make change. There, there isn't, there, there's no other way. We live in a democracy, a representative democracy. So you have to vote for the person that best represents your interests. And if you're sitting at home when it comes time to vote and then things go south based on what you need in your everyday life. I have something I'd like to say to you to mm-hmm. quote the late, great Bernie Mac. What you need to shut is the fuck up because you <laughs> have no, right. you have no point and no purpose. I know that's right. You sat home when it was time to make a change and now you need to shut up because you didn't do your part. I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all 
every last one of y'all for coming in, giving me your thoughts about the situation. This was an amazing episode. Stacy, you got anything to say before we wrap it and close it up? Um, my final thoughts is though, you know, like you said, get out and get out to vote. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel what Jay Z's doing. We we won't know until the final outcome. We really won't know. I feel you. Well, thank you. I hope y'all listen to this episode. Stacy, what they need to do? Like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, yes. Thank y'all. Thank everybody. As always, we care for the here and the culture. And we talk about everything else in between. And one of these, this episode was the everything else in between. Bye, guys. Bye. Talk to you later. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all. Bye. Little girl with the press curl. AJ, I got a Jerry curl.